Hey, Long Island, this is Captain Robert Cornicelli from Veterans for a More Responsive Government. Keep your radio on 103.9 LI News Radio for all the breaking news from across the island. And uh, it indeed is my pleasure to uh, bring in the great Captain Robert Cornicelli. Vets Talk, ladies and gentlemen, is sponsored by Turley Redmond, Rosasco, and Rosasco. Five locations, including that of Ronkonkoma, 6317507815. Workers' Comp, Social Security Disability, Construction Accident, Veterans Disability Benefit Cases in Long Island, as well as New York City. The great Captain, 21 years of service, 8 in the Navy, 13 in the Army. And let's not forget the wonderful uh, organization which he founded, Veterans for More Responsive Government. Government. I don't know where we would be without that. Uh, the aforementioned Captain Robert Cornicelli. Sir, how are you? Jay, I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? I'm doing well, my friend. I was thinking of you this past weekend, your fine service as well as others and everything else. Uh, certainly with all that we're going through, uh, but still. The uh, focal point of the uh, holiday itself uh, are for those who have served, uh, who have given their time, their efforts to provide the very freedoms. Why you and I are having a present discussion, thinking of you over the weekend. Yeah, you know, I, I take Memorial Day and, and I try to let people realize there's a difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. And, and though when you say thank you to a veteran, it's very nice. But we have to remember, Memorial Day is always about those we lost, the ones who gave their life for us. So we try to keep the focus on our lost heroes. And I have to tell you, you know, Facebook's a great tool because you could see what the people in your community are doing. Even with the, the Wuhan coronavirus out there, you could see what they're out there doing. And I was amazed at all our elected officials are out there. I mean, I saw, and this is why we have Supervisor Saladino on, I saw Joe Saladino all over the town of Oyster Bay hitting events and observances. Lee Zeldin and Piccarillo and uh, Mario Matera with Donna Calston placing flags. I saw Rich Schaefer, DiNapoli, and Swazi all over. I mean, it just makes you feel good that, you know, they take time out of their schedules to go to these events and make sure these, these people aren't forgotten. And then you have community members. We have a, a young lady in our town, Alicia Stern, and her husband, Christino. They're everywhere placing flags and, and raising money. So I was just, uh, I was really blown away this Memorial Day. Well, you know what? Uh, that's uh, just phenomenal stuff what you just described. Everybody kind of partaking, recognizing. Uh, it's good to see officials in and around. Bring in the supervisor any time there, Captain. Uh, and we will chat with him. Uh, we got a couple of guests. Joe Saladino will be on with us uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, we're also going to hear from an assembly candidate uh, in which the captain will uh, tell it. Uh, and, uh, and pretty much, you know, it's, a, it's about the day. Uh, it's about the crisis we're all going through. But it's about, you know, again, that, that focal point of the last couple of days, Memorial Day, you know, we talk about, you know, flocking together and everything, a little bit different this year, uh, without question, for obvious reasons. But it's always about, you know, the remembrance. And uh, we said it, uh, you know, as we closed the show on Friday, you know, just lots to talk about, lots to remember. Uh, the barbecues and everything else, having fun, family, friends is great, but it's all about the day itself, you know? Hey, Mr. Collard, we have supervisor. And we are Good ready morning. with our first guest. 
Uh, he is the town supervisor of Oyster Bay. You know him well. We've had him on many a time, Joseph Saladino. Joe, how are you? How are, you, how are things going? Doing very, very well, obviously. Uh, everyone is very excited that this is the opening day of phase one and we're going to be promoting shopping local. It's so important for everyone to go back and shop locally at their local downtowns and keep these companies from shutting their doors permanently. But things are going very well at our beaches, our parks, and we have to thank our residents because they've been so cooperative. No doubt we had it uh... Go ahead, uh, Captain. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Jay. You know, Supervisor, I, I wanted to have you on this show since it started. Uh, you have a unique situation that I think a lot of people don't, that they don't really know about. Um, I was hurt in 2013, um, broken up badly, had six surgeries to get myself walking again. And the, one of the biggest concerns I had and my family had was, what do we do when the, if the Army medically retires me? And this is a concern every person in the service has. Like, it hurts. What happened to me? But not under Joe Saladino's watch. Because what, what the Town of Voice Bay did is they held my job for 13 years. You still only regulate that you hold it for five, yet you and your administration made sure I had a place to come to. And you don't understand the days of my wife and I staying up at night. I mean, almost in tears. How are we going to pay our bills, support our family? So it's about time people know what you've done for disabled veterans and veterans, and uh, it's something to be applauded. Well, we thank you very much for your fine work and for the compliments, but quite frankly, the hero in all this is you and every veteran. We're so appreciative of our veterans, and to act any other way would be so disrespectful. It would be a slap in the face after you put your life on the line, you put your well-being on the line for our nation, for our freedoms, and for all that we hold dear to then deprive you of making a living and put you into a tailspin, it would be just so disrespectful. In addition to that, Bob Cornicelli happens to be one of the best of the best. He's a very hard worker. He continues to show his commitment to the residents and to his fellow employees. So we're quite frankly very happy to have you on board, as well as all of our veterans who get the job done. Not, uh, listen, you're, you're 100% right, Joe, uh, and the captain is the real deal. But, you know, talk to us about this veterans agency going on right now in the town of Oyster Bay. Well done there. Uh, what can we expect as far as uh, from you uh, as as far as all of this and everything else? Uh, what about that Veterans Agency on? So we have cre created and upgraded our services to veterans in so many different ways. Now, one example is that we're currently seeking veterans. Memorial Day passed without the parades. I was in a few of them where we just stayed in our cars. And it was nice, but it wasn't quite the same. So we want to make sure that we have meaningful ways to recognize those who bravely and selflessly served our nation, and that's our veterans. So uh, we have a special program going. We'll have a Salute to America ceremony as part of our Music Under the Stars concert series, at which time we will be honoring veterans in a very special way. Uh, with uncertainty from New York State surrounding summer events, we have invited our residents to submit nominations in a three veteran-related categories, and recipients will be honored in a special way at a future town event. And, you know, times are uncertain. 
we want to make sure that we never forget our veterans and the town's veteran volunteer awards and the ceremony at which we honor these veterans is one of many ways to show we care. No question. You're listening to the Town of Oyster Bay Supervisor, Joseph Saladino. Captain, fire away. Uh, you know, your predecessor, Supervisor Vendetto, uh, was awarded the Freedom Award by the Secretary of Defense. I was under Rumsfeld, I believe, and I know because Mass started auto and I presented it to him. And uh, I definitely think you're a candidate for that award. Uh, anyone who works out veterans and understands that they're Especially if they're disabled, they have PTSD. You have to approach them a little differently when they work for you. You know, if they're late for work, it may not just be because they're out late that night. It could be they're having bad PTSD moments at night. They're not sleeping. So the fact that you recognize this, and, and we're working with other supervisors to recognize this as well. I mean, it's something that uh, that it's rare, but needs to be put out in other towns. Captain Cornicelli, you hit on a very important note. Our our, uh, veterans are very, very special to us. We understand special circumstances, and we don't understand just how terrible it is to see action. I was of the age where it kind of fell between the Vietnam War and the Gulf War, and I I did not serve because there was no conflict, there was no a call for us to serve at the time. So I can't fully understand what they go through. We can understand the PTSD that goes on in a much smaller scale, let's say, after the hurricane, when we all went through, I'm a survivor of that. It was a difficult, difficult time. But they can't be anywhere near the PTSD that our veterans feel and experience. And so many times it happens behind closed doors, behind closed walls, and in their own world rather than being able to recognize there's a problem easily and provide them with help. So we we should. It's our responsibility to understand that different people have different needs and that our veterans have special needs because of all they've gone through. It's no different than installing a wheelchair ramp for someone with special needs who is bound to a wheelchair. This is it. You can't always see the problem, but it's the same situation. And we have the respect, the admiration, and uh, the appreciation for all of our veterans. And we're going to continue to act that way. Part of the piece is that we have worked so hard to get the town back on financially stable ground. We went from a $44 million deficit in our operating budget. This June, we'll be releasing the independent audit as of the close of 2019. We've got a $27 million surplus in our operating budget. So it affords us the ability to ensure that we fully staff and we properly manage our veterans and provide them all the services. We're providing a lot of special services. Veterans should go to our town website, which is oysterbaytown.com. Oysterbaytown.com. Find out about our veteran services. Find out about how to nominate a veteran who has provided uh, volunteer service to the community so we can honor them. Find out about a resume writing, job seeking, assistance in, in landing a job, all of that and so much more we have. And the best resource is to call our Veteran Services Agency and for all of that information on this and the many programs that we'll have, including our summer programs and our drive-in movies and concerts and our parks and beaches, all of that you can get information on by going to oysterbaytown.com. 
And we even have a brand new feature. We have a pop-up so you can ask your questions right there and get an instant answer from someone who is watching and, and providing information. And we can get people information on other items. We downstalled video cameras at the beach. So you can take a look at the capacity before you go there to decide whether or not you want to go to the beach. Is it too crowded for you? So we're continuing to provide new and innovative services, but especially as they relate to our veterans. And we have some great veterans as our employees, and not the least of which is Captain Robert Cornicelli, who continues to serve every day. Listen, well said, Joe. Uh, speaking of those driving movies, they are returning to the town. Over tw I, think, I think it's the first time in 22 years. You got those free pop-up theaters. We'll offer the driving experiences to residents. That starts tomorrow, Tuesdays and 30, Thursday nights, right, Joe? Five straight weeks? Is That's that right. Tuesdays and Thursday nights, they're free. People can come into them. We're holding them in different places from Tobey all the way to Theodore Roosevelt uh, Park and Beach on the North Shore. Tobey Beach on the South Shore and everywhere in between, including some big parking lots. The old Sears parking lot will be used, utilizing near the Broadway Mall in Hicksville for one of our shows. The Sunrise Mall parking lot in Massapequa we will utilize, so it gives us more capacity. Now, if people were alive in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, they have fabulous memories of drive-in movies, and we're going to bring them back to the, that heyday. If they weren't around in those decades, well, here's your chance to experience what the rest of us had in the way of fun back in the day by going to a movie from your car. We've, we have a, um, a FM transmitter. You'll be able to hear the sound on your FM radio, watch the movie, and stay in the safety of your car. This is a great way to go back into the future. I tell you, uh, Joe, you have turned this town around. And you go back to the years of Vendetta and all the nonsense involved there with Mangano and company. And, you know, I remember when you came in, I don't think anybody had more passion and everything else for the town of Oyster Bay. You came in, questions uh, and everything else. But I tell you, you've done a heck of a job, Joe. I mean, certainly, you know, as you kind of get into this phase one reopening today, it's almost like a, a reborn feeling. You get that? Do you get that kind of feeling, a final one for me here, as we get through phase one here? Yes, we certainly get that, and our residents are more than ready to get out on the streets. And we need to remind everyone, please shop locally. Support our local businesses. They support the Little Leagues. They support all the organizations, the schools, the charities. And now is our turn to show them the love, to give them the business. Go to your local downtowns and support those businesses. We'll be doing press today on this very issue. We'll continue, and now we're starting to get out. The construction will begin. We are asked calling on outdoor dining next to allow outdoor dining, allow uh, all the stores to open, and we will continue to push for our residents, for our businesses, get this economy back up and running and get it done safely. And can we do that? Yes. Look at every veteran. They face adversity in every war, every conflict, and they've come home for America, and we can do the same. Yes, this is an adversity. We'll get through it. The new normal is coming, and it will be a great summer, and we'll be shepherding in the kind of entertainment to put this in our rearview mirror and move forward with our families, our friends, our neighbors to a much better time to turn 2020. We still have a great opportunity. The year's not even half over. We've got a great opportunity to salvage this year and make it something special and put COVID behind as a bad memory. Without question, Joe Saladino, ladies and gentlemen, supervisor, town of Oyster Bay. Joe, stay well. We'll talk soon, all right?
Sure thing, and thank you for all of this opportunity, and thank you to Captain Cornicelli for his service to the nation and his continued service to our veterans. Thank you to both of you for having me on the show, and God bless everyone. We're coming out of this, and we're coming on strong because it's a new day in the town of Oyster Bay. Thank you for the project. There you go. The uh, the great Joe Saladin. I tell you, a very positive guy there, Captain. Uh, we've had him on plenty of times on the program. You know, we go back and forth a little bit on some issues, but uh, the one thing you can never deny with Saladino is his passion. And he's got a passion for that town. You know, it's funny because um, I know he just hired a couple of veterans recently in the last week or two. He's serious about it. All right, we'd yeah. like to get on next guest there. Okay. Yep, let's bring him in. Mike Durso, he's uh, thrown his hat into the political ring. I believe it's the 9th Assembly District. And uh, has some pretty good aspirations as far as our veterans are concerned. I believe for the first time, we welcome uh, Mike Durser to the program. Welcome to Vets Talk, sir. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, uh, Captain Cornicelli. I appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, thanks for having me on. Mike, uh, before we get into it, as far as uh, what you plan on doing, if elected and everything else, uh, give, give me an idea of, of why... Uh, you threw your hat into the ring and everything else in that night. First of all, tell everybody that night district where it's located. Uh, the ninth district stands from uh, Massachusetts to uh, to Babylon, Babylon Village, West Babylon, all the way to the ice nooks, right up to Brightwater. Um, I, I threw my hat in the ring. Obviously, I, I've I've never been in politics before, uh, but I, I definitely feel I'm running to uh, represent the interests of Long Island, specifically the ninth assembly district. I grew up in a very uh, blue-collar home in Massapequa. Uh, my mother, when I was younger, worked for the town of Oyster Bay, um, as you just spoke to Suvaz Saldino, um, and then opened up her own small business uh, right in Massapequa. My uh, my father was a union supermarket employee, and uh, throughout the years rose up the ranks, become a very prominent union leader on Long Island. Uh, but growing up, we grew up in a, in a two-family home. Um, you know, everybody worked a job or two or a second job, and also growing up in that home, uh, I lived with my grandfather, who was a World War II veteran. Uh, you know, instilled in us um, a work ethic and, um, and and how to treat people, how to respect people. Um, so I, I tried to live my life that way. I've, I've grown up. Uh, I have my own family now, my two daughters, uh, uh, Nicole and Taylor, my wife Dana. Uh, and I work two jobs also. So living on Long Island, I understand the struggles of, Living here, paying taxes, uh, working two jobs, being tired, you know, wanting to come home, play with your kids, having the energy to do that. And it's tough now, you know, we don't just live on Long Island anymore. We survive on Long Island just to pay our bills. And uh, what better person to, you know, I feel to go up to Albany to represent the majority of us that are blue-collar workers that work every day than one of their own. Without question, Mike Durso running in the ninth as far as the assembly. Captain, take it away. I know there's some uh, issues that you would love to see if elected. Mike Durso to kind of stay on uh, regarding tax rates and everything else. Go ahead, sir. Now, why today this race is so important to me, uh, I work with Mike in the Town of Orange Bay Sanitation Department. So we, we speak often about what more we could do for veterans. And when I heard he was the party designee for this assembly district, I, I exploded because I know where he stands on these issues. Um, and it's great for veterans, regardless of your party. You know, uh, we always talk about reducing the tax rate for veterans, reducing tolls for veterans. 
doing something that uh, the Thruway Authority does for disabled veterans, which is remove the tolls for veterans. And these are things that, uh, uh, you know, how about a state tax exemption for retirees? We want to attract more retirees to the military to New York. And uh, I think Mike's the group, the perfect person to, uh, to tackle that in the assembly. Right, Mike? Uh, yeah, well, um, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, like anybody on Long Island, we, we need people to stay here. Uh, people are flocking out of New York State. Obviously, with recent events with the pandemic, it, it, it makes people, it, it's harder for people to stay here in general. And veterans are people like that. Um, like you were saying, it's, it's, you, know, you retire from the military, you want to go get another job. Um, some people can't. So, uh, you know, some people, like, like in your situation, Bobby, talking about with, uh, with a disability. Uh, being injured while serving. Um, there's there's other programs and other issues that I feel that we can promote for veterans. Um, obviously, you were talking about the throughway toll. Um, if it works in one place in New York, why can't it work at all tolls in New York? You know, looking into programs like that. Um, and, and obviously, bigger programs, stuff that you work on with uh, Beacon House and the Phoenix House and helping veterans. Uh, are, are very important, and the funding for those are constantly under scrutiny. Very yeah. important stuff, and uh, you know that's what it is, uh, Captain and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Durso. It's it's about staying focused, making sure these issues. And Mike, sometimes it gets lost in all the minutia as far as Albany is concerned. And hopefully, you know, if elected, your voice will mean something. But it's certainly something to certainly stay on top of, and everything else never to be forgotten, right? No, absolutely not, Jay. And and again, like like uh, the captain had already spoke to you about, we we speak a lot about these issues. And you know, obviously, someone like Bob who has served you know twenty years in the military, and he does so much to help veterans in the area and and all throughout Long Island, New York State. But I mean, we 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 talked about programs like the uh, the Joseph P. Dwyer Counseling Peer Group, um, which which came under scrutiny this past year for cutting funding for that. And I mean. I'm not a veteran, so I can't speak to the issues like Bob can. But any time that a veteran can talk to another veteran and get that peer counseling, Bob, and then, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but groups like that are so important. And the fact that their funding comes up to scrutiny, I think, is ridiculous. And, you know, any groups like that, whether it's Homes to Hard Hats or... Uh, any of the BOCES programs that are in Eastern Suffolk that promote veterans to learn a trade. Um, you know, obviously with everything going on, obviously uh, nursing is a trade. Um, you know, promoting more veterans that are coming home to become nurses or carpenters or electricians or, and even our students in high school. Uh, not everybody's going to be a doctor. Not everybody is going to work on the back of a garbage truck like I did for over a decade. Um, it's, it's, we need electricians, we need nurses, we need plumbers, and they're fantastic jobs, and I think those are programs that we could support and push, and people like the captain are constantly doing that. Well this, said, this Mr. Durso. We'll keep, Mike. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on you. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, and uh, certainly anything you need from us, just reach out, but we thank you for your thoughts today. Oh, thank you so much, and I appreciate everything you guys do for the veterans, and uh, Bob, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, stay safe, gentlemen. Take care. You got it. That's Mike Durso. He's running in the Ninth Assembly. And uh, listen, uh, that's, uh, you know, you got primaries coming up in, in about four weeks, right? And then, of course, your general election in November. Uh, Captain, uh, 
as we get into June, I know there's some big events. I was reading about dinners for homeless veterans and veterans suffering from dependency issues. A lot happening. Elaborate on that a sec. Yeah, you know how the virus, uh, it put a big damper on, on what we do on, on the holidays for homeless veterans and veterans in, in, with dependency issues in places like Phoenix House. We weren't able to deliver the Easter meals and the Memorial Day meals, but what the owner of Rogatsi wants to do is every week we'll come in there and pick up 10, 15 meals and deliver it to um, one house. This way it's not 50 people going out to 50 locations. So we're starting this week. Friday we're bringing, uh, I believe, 10 meals to Phoenix House. And then every week, two days a week, we'll bring another set of meals to all the different houses, the Beacon Houses and uh, United Veterans, uh, Suffolk County United Veterans. So we'll, we'll start hitting them every week throughout the summer. This way, uh, you know, it's tough staying in those shelters and being on lockdown. You know, I have a house. I can move about it. I have my family. If you're stuck in there and you can't get out. Boy, is it, you know, we got it. We got to keep that 22 a day down. We can't increase it because of a, a pandemic. Great job by uh, Roger over at Regazzi Italian Kitchen and Bar. And, of course, our mutual pal and Tommy O'Grady. Uh, I'll tell you, you can't, you can't say enough about what O'Grady does uh, for veterans. Tuscany Gourmet Market. Uh, we've spoken about Tuscany a zillion times. One of my favorite places ever. Uh, right in Miller Place. Uh, but, uh, you know, you talk about people delivering in more ways than one than those two, huh? Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how their minds work. You know, I get a call from Roger, and I get a call from Tommy, and, and everything's closing down. Their businesses are working you know, they, they're at 10%, and their first thought is, we miss giving meals to the veterans the last two holidays. What, how can we get this done? And, you know, you, you sit there for a second, and your mouth is wide open, saying, this guy's hurting, and his first thought are the veterans. They do, they're tremendous people. Really are tremendous. Uh, listen, you're tremendous as well. Um, great having you. Uh, we look forward to some uh, some great shows coming up. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, and certainly, as we turn the page and uh, kind of get out of this mess, slowly but surely, it's about staying safe, but it's it's about getting everybody going again. Give me a final thought, sir. We're not going to stop, Jay. Uh, we're in constant contact with all, all the leaders of the veterans' organizations, our elected officials, as you can see, and the, and the heads of the uh, the shelters, and we're going to make sure veterans, disabled veterans, and veterans with dependency issues are taken care of, just like you do. Well said, my friend. Captain Robert Cornicelli, 21 years, ladies and gentlemen of service. U.S. Navy, 813, the U.S. Army, and please, please, let's not forget what he does, the great captain, veterans, for a more responsive government we will talk soon always a pleasure to have you as you know uh and, and uh, stay stay safe please okay stay safe